0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest on LL Cool J, Ashanti, Cardi B, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Erica Jane, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages.
0: Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking a question. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends?
1: I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa.
0: Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
1: If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Every week I give you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will give you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Stephanie Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto fourteen. That's Stiletto like the shoe S T I L E C T O and the number fourteen. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gives. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a, a, a matter of fact. It's a rainy, a forty-three degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to All my listeners out there, thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or the next day, Thursday morning. So how's everybody doing out here today? Uh, This week we got lots to talk about. We're going to be talking about LL Cool J returning back to Queens, New York. I'll tell you what the superstar is doing in the borough of Queens. Also this week we're going to be talking about Ashanti, uh, the R&B singer. Has been accused of ripping another book author concept for a first ever children's book. And uh, also we got Cardi B this week. Uh, why she quit? Uh, why she uh, decided to quit Twitter? And also why she. Um, Matter of fact, we're going to be talking about that recent win that she won from that ongoing legal battle against that YouTube blogger, and uh, we're going to be talking about Cheryl Lee Rao, why she was uh, actually uh, was fired. Well, actually, she was. Uh, she talked about the high or lows of being an actress, and why uh, one time. Uh, A director had told her that uh, she wasn't right for the role because they told her she she didn't know how to be black. And we're going to be talking about the Real Housewives, Erica Jane. (coughs) Excuse me. She's facing a new legal battle uh, where she's been named in a $55 million lawsuit that accused her of being a front woman. And we're also going to be talking about a lot of TV shows that are coming back, uh, like Severance Excuse me, I was just fine when I started the radio show, now I'm losing my voice But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, Severance is returning for its second season And we're going to also be talking about um, Miss Becky G uh, G She's back for a third installment of her show, A Tiny Audience. So a lot of ground to cover uh, this week. Um, J is uh, heading back to Queens, and he's been bringing some of his uh, superstar friends along. The hip-hop superstar who was raised in St. Albans recently announced that his Rock the Bell Music Festival is scheduled to take place at the Forest Hills Stadium in Queens on August 6th. Federal uh, federal, uh, veteran hip-hop acts like Ice Q, Rick Ross, Lil' Kim, Fat Joe, and Remy Ma are among the artists performing at the newly relaunched event, named after his 1985 hit song Rock the Bells. Now, LL Cool J, whose given name is James Todd Spin, legally battled the Gorilla union promotion company over rights to the name, and in 2018 officially founded his own global pa- platform to honor the original hip-hop culture element – MCs, uh, graffiti artists, DJs, and breakdancers. And that same year, the queen-bred Bayshore New York native launched the Rock the Bells radio channel on Sirius XM celebrating classic hip-hop. Matter of fact, he wasn't uh, bred in Bayshore. He was bred uh, in uh, Hollis, Queens, or St. Albans, Queens. Now, LL Cool J's longtime DJ, DJ Z Trip, he will also be featured on the bill alongside The Diplomat, Sweet Friend Cameron, Jim Jones, and Jewel Santana, Jada KISS, Digital Planet, Trina, Noor, and others. Now rap, rap music trailblazer Roxanne Shante will host the festival, while DJ Mr. C and DJ Scratch will provide the music. Shantae uh, said in a statement that the festival will stand out from other festivals because it will represent and celebrate the originality and the greatness of hip-hop. The Brandon uh, Widener Helm promotional trail for the festival was released on Monday, starring LLQJ, Ice Q, Omar Epps, and DJ Z. Pitt. The Mama Said You Knock You Out singer stars as himself shopping in the convenience store buying uh, some sun-dried items, refrigerated drinks, candy, cigars, scratch cards affixed with the names of some of the scheduled performers. Now, some proceeds from the event will be donated to the Universal Hip Hop Museum in the Bronx, and tickets for the Rock the Bells go on sale April 10th. And Ashanti is uh, being accused of ripping off another author's concept and using it for her first ever children book. On July 19th, the former Murder, Inc. singer will be releasing My Name is a Story, a book about the first day of school for a little girl named Ashanti who had to deal with people misreading and mispronouncing her name. She said that it was inspired by her own experience, and she said that she wrote the book to remind children that every name is special and deserve to be honored and celebrated. She said every name tells a story. And she said, uh, according to the caption of the post showing the, the cover of the book, it says, what's in a name? Everything. Saying each other's name correctly is one way to value and see people fully. She said, uh, quote, my hope is... That my name is a story will be an inspiration to anyone who has made fun or become of, made fun of, or because of their name was different, or had their name mispronounced or not pronounced at all. Unquote. Now, author Jamila Thompson-Tompkins Bigelow has come forward and she pointed out that her book Your Name Is a Song and Ashanti book are too far too similar. She added that she thought she may have been just making too big of a deal about the title and the cover being similar until she read the description. Now, Tompkins Bigelow said that her book is about a girl on the first day of school whose her name gets mispronounced and whose mother helped her to see the beauty and musicality of names. Tompkins Bigelow tweeted, saying, quote, the description of her book shows that a little girl is frustrated with having her peers and teachers say her name incorrectly, so her mother tells her about the beauty, history, and magic behind names, unquote. Tompkins Bigelow went on to share how devastated she is by seeing a clear copycat of her book, which was released in 2020. Ashanti has not responded to these claims, and My Name is a Song is still available for pre-order. And only a few weeks ago, Cardi B, withdrawing from her lead role in Paramount Assisting Living movie just days before it was scheduled to start filming in New York City because she fell overextended, while no further explanation was provided at the time, the busy rapper and mother of two and businesswoman seemed to be at her wits end when it comes to her fans as well. Uh, On April 3rd, the rapper went off on social media and claimed some of her followers were uh, unnecessarily bringing her family member's name into an online drama as they criticized her for not attending the 2022 Grammys. Cardi followed up with an explanation on her Instagram Live shortly before she deleted her account on that platform, too. Now, the rapper explained she was busy on Sunday and wasn't sure why some of her fans felt she led them on or gave them any indication she would be attending the Grammys. She also mentioned that attending the ceremony this year wasn't worth going through all the motion since her song Up lost to Baby King and Kendrick Lamar Family Ties in the Best Rap Performance category, which was her only nomination in the evening. So basically her fans wants to cancel her put part of the cancel culture because they felt that she led them on to believe she was gonna attend the the Grammys. But Cardi said that she wasn't going to attend. She felt she didn't lead them on. She felt that what's the point of me going to the Grammys and get all dolled up for just one nomination and she knew that she might not have won, so she didn't think it was worth the time and the effort and the money just to go there for one nomination. So they went in on her, and then it got so bad, they started talking about her her, her six-month-old son. I mean, they really went in. So she was she just went livid. She started cursing them out telling them that she hates them, cursing them out, saying some very mean and hateful things. So she decided just to say, I'm quitting Twitter altogether. And then people got criticized her. There was backlash about that of what she was saying to some of her fans. So so she said she's tired of this. She's tired of trying to always uh, explaining to her fans what she's not doing, what she can't do, what she should do. She had it. So that was that for that. And speaking of Cardi, uh, she just received her ongoing legal battle against YouTube vlogger and social media personality Tasha Kay. On April 4th, the presiding judge over the case ordered Tasha Kay to take down over 20 def- uh, defamation uh, videos that she posted about the rapper. Now the YouTuber is also now banned from ever posting again about the rapper on a range of specific subjects relating to the lies she told on Cardi. This is according to Billboard. The judge ruling comes after Cardi and her attorney legally requested in March that a permanent injunction be placed on Tasha Kay, which will oblige the vlogger to remove her defamation posts on the rapper and ban the YouTuber from reposting them. As Cardi and her lawyer then argued, Tasha Kay admitted that she knowingly spewed lies about Cardi in some of her videos, including that the rapper cheated on her husband, had used cocaine, and was a prostitute, and had an STI and several other untruths. A jury found Tasha Kay guilty of defamation of character and invasion of privacy through portrayal in a, a false light, and intentionally infliction of emotional distress. Cardi won her federal defamation case against Tasha Kay in January and was ultimately awarded $4 million in damages and attorney fees by the courts to be paid by the vlogger. Even still, the money rapper contentious legal battle against the online star continues. Born Latasha Kibe. Tasha Kett has been vocal about her dedication to spending as many years as needed to protect the right to voice our opinions. That's what she said. She argues that it's a part of free speech. The YouTuber also blatantly stated that she doesn't have the money necessarily to pay Cardi what she's owed, and she filed an appeal to overturn the case judgment in late March. Now, at the case led, uh, the, the, the latest ruling about the case, Tasha Kaye has five days to remove all of those posts that she shared about Cardi. However, if the vlogger wins her appeal, she'll be able to file for a modification to her injunction and possibly repost her videos containing false statements about Cardi if she chooses to. And that's according to TMZ. We'll keep you updated on the ongoing case development. Right now, we got 16 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way, it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook. Go to uh, Uh, That's Entertainment.Radio on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertained in the number one. You can also follow me at Stiletto14 on Twitter and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Cheryl Ralph is uh, currently riding high as part of the ensemble cast in ABC's hit sitcom Abbott Elementary, but there was also a time she was dropped from a TV pilot because a producer told her, get this, she wasn't black enough. The 65-year-old actress opened up about the painful memories in this week's issue of People magazine, as she recounts the highs and lows of her 45-year career. Reflecting on trying to make a name for herself in 1980s Hollywood, Ralph said that people thinking was not very inclusive. She said that you had directors who were still trying to tell you how to be black. And despite the painful comments, the actress said she remained positive, and she said, quote, it's all about the lens that you see through. Uh, Ralph, who plays Abbott Elementary Firm, loving kindergarten teacher Barbara Howard. Now, Ralph comments come a month after she told the co-host of The View that a casting director once questioned if she was capable of being a romantic lead opposite a major movie star like Tom Cruise. Now, um, when asked to reveal the name of that casting director, Ralph declined. Now, Ralph attempted to break Into Hollywood came after her Broadway success as one of the original cast members of the musical Dreamgirls, for which she received a Lee Actress Tony nomination in 1982. She played Dina Jones, who was portrayed by Beyonce in the 2006 movie version. In the 1990s, she became a series regular on the teen sitcom Moesha, playing Dee Mitchell, Brandy's stepmom. However, she left the show after five years following a dramatic plot twist that saw her on-screen husband, Frank, played by William Allen Young, revealed that he uh, secretly had a son. And Erica Jane is facing a new legal battle. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star has been named in a $55 million lawsuit that accused her of being a front woman and her estranged husband, Tom G- Giraldi, cr- uh, criminal enterprise. The 50-year-old reality star has been sued by the Ellison PC law firm, alongside her company EJ Global LLC, the Geraldis and Keith Law Firm, and its lenders. The lawsuit seeks an amount of no less than 55 million in damages. Elderson P.C. accused the defendant of racketeering, conspiracy to commit racketeering, receipt of stolen property, aiding and abetting concealment of stolen property, and Erica, along with her company, was also sued for conversion, unlawful business practice, Consumer Legal Remedy Act, as well as deceit. This new lawsuit came after Erica was dismissed from an embe- uh, embezzlement, 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 and fraud lawsuit against Tom. Now, prior to the dismissal, Erica was forced to surrender a set of diamond earrings, which were valued at $750,000 amid Tom bankruptcy case. However, her lawyer, Evan Borges, insisted that she complete, said she's completely innocent because she didn't know that her then husband purchased the lav- uh, lavish gift using money that he stole from his client's funds. Woo! This is getting heavy. This is getting heavy. All because of her uh, ex-husband. Or her estranged husband, actually. The drama continues. Um, Apple TV is bringing back its workplace thriller. Uh, Severance will officially return for a second season. The streaming platform announced on Wednesday morning with a video on social media. Uh, the TV screen reads this. It says, quote, you'll feel like you never left. Now, Severance questions how? how far one can and should go to separate work from home life. Adam Scott stars as Mark, the boss of a very unique workplace called Lumen Industries. His team memories have been surgically divided so when they're at work, they have no regulations recula- of their lives outside the job and vice versa. Uh, in season one, a stranger outside the workplace prompt the employees to question their odd jobs and search for answers. The daring surgical ex- experiment and the idea of a physical work-life balance has garnered praise from viewers and critics. Matt Cherney's Head of Programming at Apple TV Plus teased a deeper look into the uh, industry workplace than Season 1 has ever off, uh, offered. Now the Season 1 finale t- titled uh, The we, we Are will air Friday on Apple TV Plus. And a tiny audience is back for its third installment, and it's going to feature some of your favorites in Latin music. In the trailer for Season 3, a tiny audience premiering exclusively with people on Wednesday, a fresh set of Latin music stars are pulling the curtain back. In the clip, Latina queen like Becky G, uh, Dana uh, Payala, and uh, Jesse Reyes are seen along with reggaeton star like Zion and Lennox, uh, Gwena, and Jay Wheeler. Other appearances include stars like Robin Sick, Leslie Grace, Carla Morrison, uh, Alex uh, Sintek, La India, Manuel Madrano, John Cicada, and Justin Quayles. A tiny audience which premiered in, on HBO featured intimate, acoustic performances in a studio by chart-topping musicians. The stars will also share personal stories and become vulnerable as they open up about their mental health. In the trailer, Becky G., who began her career at nine years old, shared a piece of advice with the crowd, and this is what she said. She said, quote, the most important thing is to continue learning, because if you're not learning anymore, you're not going to keep going, unquote. She then proceeded to sing a stripped-down version of her hit song, Mayoris. The third season will kick off on April 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern, and it's available to stream on HBO Max and DirecTV, where all 16 episodes will immediately become available. And it's official time to bid farewell to our favorite sitcom, Blackish. That's right. Past the Tissues, the acclaimed sitcom, which kicked off its eighth season, eighth and final season on January 4, will officially uh, officially conclude when the series finale will air on April 19th. Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, Yara Shahidi, Masad Martin, Miles Brown, Marcus uh, Shremner. Lawrence Fishburne and Jennifer Lewis starred in the long-running series as the Joyous Johnson family. Created by Kenya Barris, Blackish followed an upper-middle-class black family led by Dre, played by Anderson, and Bo, played by Ross, living in a predominantly white neighborhood. And because of this, Dre is particularly keen on instilling a sense of cultural identity into the Johnson's bunch. And even with Blackish coming to an end, its televised universe lives on. Grownish featuring uh, Zoe, played by Yara Shahidi in her college year, was recently renewed for a fifth season. But Mixes, a spinoff about both families starring uh, Tika Sumter, uh, was cons- uh, cons- canceled in uh, May of 2021 after two seasons. Blackish will air its series finale on April 19 at 9 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Right now, we have here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking about Jason Momoa. He's gearing up for the Fast and Furious 10 movie. We're going to tell you about that. And Kanye West once again is unhappy with Ford's annual billionaires list. And uh, Matthew Broderick is the latest celebrity that tested positive for COVID-19. And um, Will Smith uh, seemingly can't just move past his infamous Oscar slab. Uh, this it's been a domino effect where he's where several of his film projects are now in limbo. And the Golden Raspberry Awards, aka the Razzie Awards have reacted to uh, Bruce Willis' condition, his diagnosis, so now they're retracting his recent award for the actor. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
0: I'd be hoping that it's more than just my buddies that you wanted
1: to that entertainment, the number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. 28 minutes left remaining in the show That was new music from Ella May And Leave You Alone Before we went to the music break I was telling you about Jason Momoa He's gearing up for Fast and Furious 10 That's right In an interview with Entertainment Tonight During the Los Angeles premiere of Ambulance On Monday The 42-year-old actor shared his excitement About the latest installment in the franchise Particularly about getting to work with Charlize Theron who plays Cypher And this is what he said. He said, quote, I get to shoot with some really cool people that I have never. I get to work with Charlize first up, which I'm really excited about. She's amazing, unquote. Fast and Furious' upcoming 10th and 11th movie will wrap up the Blockbuster franchise. Uh, Director Justin Lin will direct, adding to his previous five movies in the franchise, along with Vin Diesel, longtime stars Michelle Rodriguez, Sung Kang, Ludacris, uh, Jordana uh, Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, and Natalie Emmanuel are expected to return. After returning, also returning is uh, rapper Cardi B, who has a much-talked-about cameo in F9. And Kanye West once again is unhappy with Forbes' annual billionaire list. Uh, the rapper reportedly believed that the American Business Magazine is undervaluing his $7 billion network. This is what has been reported. Uh, according to Forbes, Ye ranked number 1,513 with an estimated net worth of $2 billion. Thanks to his lucrative Yeezy partnership with Adidas and long-term arrangement with Gap, it didn't sit well with the MC because it's way too low from his $7 billion worth, and this is according to The Blast. Now, sources... Uh, further told the outlet that Ford Report may, yay, think it's trying to control and diminish him even at the cost of their own integrity. However, his team has reportedly been told that the magazine criteria for determining someone's wealth does not take into account the um, enterprise value of long-term deals that are in place but revenue from last year's only. Now, this was not the first time uh, that uh, Kanye voiced his displeasure with Forbes. Uh, in April of 2020, the ex-husband of Kim Kardashian slammed the magazine for not knowing how to count as it declared that his net worth was around $1.3 billion. He reportedly pointed out that it's not a billion, it's $3.3 billion. Now, in March of 2021, Forbes disputed claims about Kanye being the wealthiest black man in American history. The publication stated that his net worth was based on the magical thinking around sales that don't yet exist, and this is why he currently worth less than one-third of that. At the time, Forbes claimed that Kanye was only worth around $1.8 billion. That made founder and CEO of Vista Equity Robert F. Smith remains the richest black man in the United States with an estimated net worth of $6 billion. And as for the richest black person in the world, Nigerian native Aliko Dengante was claimed to be one of, one with an $11.8 billion fortune. Matthew Broadway has tested positive for COVID-19 following his COVID diagnosis. The actor portraying Dr. Nico uh, Tatapalopoulos in Godzilla was forced to cancel his Plaza Suite Broadway performance. A spokesperson for the production confirmed the diagnosis in a statement that was released yesterday on Tuesday, April 5th, just hours before showtime. They also clarified that a second test confirmed the diagnosis. Now, Matthew's wife and his Plaza Suite co-stars, Sarah Jessica Parker, she tested ne- negative and will perform opposite Matthew's standby, Tony-winning actor Michael McGrath on uh, yesterday evening. Now, Plaza Suite is a revival of Neil Simon classic stage show that follows three distinct stories told in three acts. The show was originally intended to debut in 2020, but was postponed due to COVID-19 closures. Will Smith seemingly can't just move past his infamous Oscar slap. Following the awkward conf- confrontation with Chris Rock at the 2022 Academy Awards, several of his film projects are now in limbo. One of his upcoming films that have been reportedly affected by the Oscar drama is, uh, is his planned bio- uh, biopic, uh, according to The Sun, Netflix and Apple Plus previously showed interest in the project, but have now removed their bids amid the backlash over his behavior at the March 27th ceremony. The same site revealed last month that both streaming services were fighting to secure rights to the film about Will's life is supposed to be based on his best-selling autobiography, which was released last year. And prior to this, The Hollywood Reporter also said that at least of two other projects are on hold following his Oscar slap. And prior to the incident, Bad Boy 4 has been in active development, and the 53-year-old has been handed out 40 pages of script, but it's now on pause. In the wake of the Oscar drama, Will has issued a public apology in which he admitted that his action was unacceptable and inexcusable. Later, on uh, April 1st, he resigned from the Academy. And the Golden Raspberry Awards, a.k.a. the Razzie Awards, have reacted to Bruce Willis' aphasia diagnose by retracting his recent award for the actor. The organization had decided to rescind the worst performance award for the 67-year-old star, believing that his medical condition has affected his decision-making or his performance. Now, Razzie co-founder John Wilson and Mo Murphy said in a statement last Thursday, they said, quote, after much thought and consideration, the Razzie had made the decision to rescind the Razzie award given to Bruce Willis due to his recent disclosed diagnosis. Uh, they reasoned that if someone with medical condition and a factor is a factor in their decision making or their performance, will uh they they said that they're gonna acknowledge that it's not appropriate to give them a Razzie. Wilson and Murphy added that the extenuation circumstances also applied to Shelley Duvall nomination for her performance in the Shine In. They said, quote, We have since discovered that Duvall performance was impacted by Stanley uh, uh, Kubrick's uh, treatment of her thought out uh, of her throughout the production. That uh, we would like to take this opportunity to rescind that nomination as well. Uh, prior to the retracting the award, the organization tweeted on Wednesday that the Razzie are truly sorry for Bruce Willis' diagnosed condition, and perhaps this explained why he wanted to go out with a bang in 2021. Best wishes to Bruce and the family. They added in a separate post. And to clarify, they said they heard about Willis diagnosed at the same time that everyone else did. Um, The terror of Pennywise the Clown. As continue. And according to a new report, a prequel series of the 2017 blockbuster, It Chapter 1, is currently in the works on HBO Max. The Ankler is the first to report. Now, the series reportedly is currently called Welcome to Dairy. It's set in the 1960s in the time leading up to the event of It Part 1. The series centers on a group of kids who is faced with their biggest fear when they square off against a murdering clown named Pennywise as children disappearing in the town at Derry, Maine. It will explore the origin of the curse that will haunt the small Maine town for the next 27 years. Additionally, the new series will allegedly include the origin story of Pennywise the Clown. Now, Andy uh, Muschietti, who directed IT Chapter 1 and 2019 IT Chapter 2, will direct the first episode if HBO decides to order the project to series. The project will not be the first TV show based on Stephen King horror novel of the same name. The novel was previously adapted into a 1990 miniseries starring Richard Thomas, Tim Reed, John Ritter, Harry Anderson, Annette O'Toole, Seth Green, and Jonathan Brandis. Tim Curry played Pennywise. The first It film starring Finn Wolfhard, Jaden Martell, Sophia Lillis, uh, Ch- a chosen Jacob, and Jeremy Ray Taylor. Uh, Bill Scarsgar was also among the cast as he played Pennywise. Now, Bill will reprise the role in the 2019 sequel, which, stars, uh, which starred uh, James uh, McAvoy, Bill Hader, Jessica Chastain, uh, Isaiah Mustafa, and Jay Ryan as the grown-up characters from Chapter 1. In the end of the movie, the surviving members of the Losers could be seen defeating Pennywise in a final confrontation and rode their town of the predatory clown once and for all. And the John baptiste topped the full winner list at the 2022 Grammy Awards, leading the night with 11 nominations. He bagged the most awards at the Sunday, April 3rd ceremony with five wins. The uh, I Need You singer took home one of the coveted awards at the annual awards giving event. Album of the Year for We Are, which was handed out at the top of the televised show. He defeated the likes of Justin Bieber, Olivia Rodrigo, Tony Bennett, and Lady Gaga, Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, Her, Taylor Swift, Lil Nas X, as well as Kanye West for the prize. Now, Baptiste won four other awards, which was announced at the premiere ceremony, and during the webcast, he nabbed Best American Roots Performance and Best American Roots Song for Cry. Uh, he shared Best Score Soundtrack for Visual Media Prize with Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for the Soul film and that Best Music Video for Freedom. And at the primetime ceremony, Baptiste also took the stage to perform Freedom. He opened it up with extended pi- uh, pi- uh, piano overture. And he then jumped into a gospel funk arrangement Backed by a large cast of musicians, singers, and dancers And he ended his performance standing atop a of I- Billie Eilish table near the stage uh, Also taking cover to awards at the Grammy with Silk Sonic The super duo consists of Bruno Mars and Anderson .Paak Won Record of the Year and Song of the Year for Leave the Door Open They were tapped as one of the musical performers at the event Kicking off the show with a rendition of 777 Nominated in eight categories Categories, Doja Cat did not come home empty-handed as she and Scissor, her collaborator for Kiss Me More, was honored with Best Pop Duo Group Performance. The say-so hitmaker had a TMI moment as she hinted that she won a Grammy while apparently in the bathroom, saying that that was the fastest uh, moment in her whole life where she had to take a piss. Uh, SZA, meanwhile, showed up on the stage wearing crushes as the media room, uh, after the show, she explained how she injured herself. She said she fell off the bed that day uh, before she had to leave for the Grammys. That's what she told the press. And another big winner of the 64th Annual Grammy Awards was Olivia Rodrigo. The 19-year-old songstress was named Best New Artist in addition to winning Best Pop Vocal Album for Sour and Best Pop Solo Performance for Driver's License, the latter of which marked her first Grammy win and was announced during the pre-telecast show. Uh, Chris Stapleton won Best Country Album for Starting Over, Jasmine Sullivan nabbed Best R&B Album for Hex Tales, and Baby Kim was awarded Best Rap Performance for Family Ties featuring Kendrick Lamar. And meanwhile, at the premiere ceremony, Foo Fighters swept rock categories following uh, drummer Taylor Hawkins' death. Uh, the group won Best Rock Performance for Making a Fire, Best Rock Song for Waiting on a War, and Best Rock Album for Medicine at Midnight. Uh, This year's Grammy Awards was held at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas with Trevor Noah as the host and taking the stage as musical performers with Billie Eilish, Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, Lady Gaga, BTS, John Legend, and Lil Nas X, while Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky made a surprise appearance to introduce Legend performance and deliver an impassioned message. Right now we have 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. That was new music from my girl JoJo jo in Dissolve. Right now we have here about 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Uh, We was just talking about the Grammys um, And speaking of one of the Grammy winners Olivia Rodrigo She is following in the footsteps of her idol Taylor Swift after being A clumsy award winner The 19 year old who took home Three Grammys awards from uh, The Sunday April 3rd ceremony Dropped and broke one of her trophies Shortly after winning them At the Grammys backstage The high school musical, the musical, the series star Struggled to balance her three Grammys in her hand While posing for pictures one of the golden gramophones eventually fell to the floor and snapped in two. Thankfully, an assistant came to the rescue and temporarily put the trophy back together so that Olivia could continue taking photos with her three Grammys. This isn't the first time an artist broke her Grammy backstage after the show. In 2010, Taylor Swift, whom uh, Olivia has long cited as one of her biggest influences on her music career, dropped one of her four Grammys, in the press room. And after decades spent in a galaxy far, far away, Harrison Ford is heading to the small screen for his first prominent TV series role. The Star Wars star will act alongside Jason Siegel in the 10-episode comedy series, Shrinking Deadline. That's what was reported uh, this past Monday. uh, Ford, who rose, comes after what the outlet dubbed lengthy negotiations, will portray cognitive behavioral therapist, pioneer, and astute blue-collar shrink, Dr. Phil Rose, opposite... Siegel's therapist who grief gives way to throwing psychological ethics and his filter out the door with patients in addition to the freaks and geek alum the show will be produced by Ted Lasso co-creator executive producer and showrunner Bill Lawrence as well as Brett Goldstein who stars in writes, and produce the beloved Apple TV plus sports comedy and this is according to Deadline. Ford was last seen in 2020 Call of the Wild based on Jack's London 1903 novel. And the rapper accused of shooting Megan The Stallion in 2020 saw his bail raised Tuesday after a Los Angeles judge determined he violated a protective order in the case. Tory Lanez was handcuffed during the hearing after the judge found that Lanez didn't comply with the order by tweeting allegedly about Megan in February. The tweet didn't use Megan's name, but instead referred to her as "you." That's what the judge said. Now, Lanes isn't permitted to speak uh, about or contact Megan as a result of the order, which was implemented in late 2020. Lanes, who has denied the shooting, saw his bail amount get raised from 250 thousand to 350 thousand on Tuesday, and this is according to Rolling Stone. The WAP singer claimed on Instagram Live in July 2020 that she was shot in both feet but didn't name Lanes at the time. The Grammy-winning Megan later identified Lanes as her alleged shooter. Lanes was hit with multiple charges in October 2020, including a felony count of assault with a semi-automatic firearm and pleaded not guilty to them all. The Canadian-born rapper is known for songs such as Love and Say It. DJ Khaled is set to bring his hip-hop hype man mannerism to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's right. The Grammy Award-winning superstar has been named as the latest celebrity to receive a star on the popular landmark. Executive producer Anna Martinez described the shark-topping hitmaker as one of the most popular and ever-present impresario of the rap industry in the announcement for the April 11 ceremony. The 2,719 star in his honor will place on the 6,200 block of Hollywood Boulevard just steps away from the Amoba Music Record Store. The in demand producer, whose given name is uh, uh, Khaled Mohammed Khaled is known for his social media savvy opulent lifestyle and for yelling affirming catchphrases such as bless up another one and "We the best on collaboration with the likes of John Legend, Mary, Kay, uh, Mary J. Blige, Drake, Rihanna and the late Nipsey Hussle. Since 2006 the 26-year-old all I do is win. Hip hop personality has worked his way into the uh, Zygis with the 12 albums, the 2016 New York Times best-selling memoirs *The Keys*, and appearances in films such as *Spies in Disguise* and *Bad Boy for Life*. In 2018, DJ Khaled became an opera—no, um, I'm sorry—he became an Oprah Winfrey-approved pitchman for the Weight Watchers weight loss program. And Courtney Kardashian might have a new reality the keeping up with the Kardashian star and blink One Eight two drummer Travis Barker had a secret wedding ceremony in Las Vegas early Monday morning. however, it's unclear if the Star Power Duo acquired a wedding license before their ceremony at one Love wedding chapel. Chapel owner Marty uh, frison whose chapel was open 24 hours, said so he received a call at about 12.30 a.m. local time Monday asking if a very important superstar could get married at his venue. The caller said they needed the ceremony to incorporate an Elvis Presley impersonator, which Fryson managed to quickly arrange. The ceremony lasted about 15 minutes. Bryson said it was the first celebrity wedding ceremony to take place at his chapel. He believes Kardashian and Barker chose to have it there because the chapel is open 24 hours and boasts strong reviews. The ceremony took, place, uh, took hours uh, after Barker performed with her and Lenny Kravitz at Sunday Grammy Awards at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on the Las Vegas Strip. Kardashian was previously in a long-term relation with fellow reality star Scott Disick with whom she has three kids. The 46-year-old Barker, who has two kids, was married to Melissa Kennedy from 2001 and 2002 and Shana uh, Mokler from 2004 to 2008. Kardashian and Barker announced the engagement last October. Rumors of their romance originated early last year. And Britney Spears on Monday took to Instagram to announce she's penning a tell-all memoir on the heels of her conservatorship being terminated late last year. At the time of the publication, the post had been deleted. The Gimme More singer will dive into things she had never been able to express openly, and this is according to the outlet, the... Healing and uh, therapeutic writing process to which Spears says she's taking an intellectual approach comes after her repressive conservatorship run by dad Jamie Spears was finally terminated in November after nearly 13 years. Spears via Instagram last year shared a clip of her 2002 film Crossroads in which her character seeks out her estranged mother only to learn the latter never wanted her. Spears has said that while she spent years at her father's mercy, it was actually her mom, Lynn, who gave him the idea to start the conservatorship. And prepare to get all shook up. Elvis is ready to rock the Cannes Film Festival. The biopic about the king of rock and roll will make its world premiere next month at the annual festival in Cannes, France. And this is what some of the organizers have announced yesterday, on Tuesday. Uh, Directed by Baz Luhrmann, the film star uh, Austin Butler as Elvis Presley, Tom Hank as his controversial manager, Colonel Tom Parker, and Olivia DeJonge as Priscilla Presley. Uh, Luhrmann, Butler, Hank, and DeJonge will attend the Kane Festival to introduce their movie, which will arrive in U.S. theaters on June 24th. Elvis explored the life and careers of Presley and his complex relationship with Parker in a story that covers 20 years. The first trailer for the movie debuted in February with Lerman and Butler speaking about the upcoming movie at a virtual event. The 2022 edition of the Cannes Film Festival takes place from May 17th to the 28th. And uh, there's no disharmony among Concello organizers uh, after Kanye West pulled out of his headlining slot at the music festival less than two weeks before it begins. Organizers understand that uh, West's decision and support that the rapper has he deal with whatever he needs to. Uh, It's unclear what prompt the artist, who legally changed his name to Ye last year to bring out the festival, but the development comes amid his highly publicized divorce from Kim Kardashian. And fellow uh, organizers haven't determined who will fill the slot vacant by Wes, Who was scheduled to headline the Sunday lineup Of both weekends of the event Billie Billie Eilish and Harry Styles are the other headliners At the festival in Indio, California Which is set to take place During the back-to-back weekends Of April 15 to the 17 And April 22 to the 24 Other big-name acts Set to perform at Coachella this year Include Doja Cat, Mega Thee Stallion 21 Savage and Carol G Now Wes Set was unexpected to feature and appearance by fellow rapper Travis Scott and according to and this is according to TMZ. Um, it wouldn't been Scott's first performance at the Music f- Festival since uh, 10 people died after the crowd surged at the Astral World event in Houston last year. Neither Wes nor Coachella has officially announced that the rapper is dropping out of the festival. This month, Coachella Festival marked a return for the annual event as it was canceled the last two years due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, that's going to do it for me this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.